Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey there, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast. Today, we're going to be interviewing one of our coaches, Jody V. Hey, Jody. Hey, Kayla. How are you? <laughs> Good. And we've got Coach Taylor on here as well. Hi. Hi, Hi Tay. It's good to see you again. Yes, you as well. That's awesome. So we're basically um, starting off the podcast just with a couple interviews so that you guys can get to know our voices, get to learn a little bit about us. Um, We're all on social media in various ways, um, but I know that whenever I listen to podcasts, I always just like to feel like I know the person, especially if I'm going to be spending a little bit of time with them, you know, every week or so. So so that's what we're here. That's what we're here doing. Yay. So excited. Yeah, this is great. I love connecting with you guys. So Jody, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're like the dark horse on social media. I bet a lot of our listeners or even people that have been following the OmniFit for a little bit um, might not know exactly who you are. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? Where are you, where are you coming to us from? Yeah. Who is that Jody V character anyways? Is she real? Um, (laughs) I am Jody V, and I am hailing from Georgia. I live in the Atlanta, Georgia area. I've been here um, a little over 20, 20 years. I guess I moved here in late 1997, but I'm from the Midwest. I grew up in, in Michigan, born in Wisconsin, so like all my peeps are up in that area. But I have lived here now the longest of anywhere I've lived in my life, so love, and, love Georgia. I forget that you guys are snowbirds kind of like that, you know, and when it's snowing up there, it's still sunny and wonderful here, so. It's true, it's true. I lived in Georgia for a while, so I I know what you mean. Would you call Georgia home? Yes. Although my heart is sometimes home is in Wisconsin. Every time I go back there, it feels like, yeah, this is where I belong, so Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you just took a trip not long ago too, right? I did. I was up visiting my grandmother who is 93 years old and she is absolutely awesome. Middle of rural Wisconsin, no internet, right? My style guys. (laughs) I didn't have any access to anything for about 10 days and it was, it was really neat. It's beautiful. It's green there. I love it. And it, my heart feels at home there. And my husband, my husband and I hope to move out West someday. Um, I'm not sure when that'll be kind of away from the congestion and the busyness of Atlanta, but we, it's a catch 22 because we love all the things to do in Atlanta, all the wonderful places to eat, all the entertainment venues, just all the activity choices that are going on. Although you would find us being homebodies, but we we're big concert goers. You like the option. (laughs) What's that? You like the option. I, we like the option. We do do a lot of things. We like live music and um, just kind yeah. of a, a back back note on me. I'm kind of an 80s rock head, so <laughs> I, like, uh, I like 80s heavy metal. <laughs> so we're always, we're always hunting out some good, good concerts, and we've got some coming up. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> 
So how did you get started into fitness? Um, how old were you when you got started in fitness? Or maybe not even how old you were, but um, just kind of a little backstory of that. I mean, different from Taylor and even different from myself is that I basically don't even remember when I wasn't in fitness. Um, and I think that you have a different perspective and something that you can share that I, I bet a lot of our listeners can relate to. Sure. Yeah. I, um, well, it's interesting. Let me, um, I'll backpedal a little bit. Yeah. For those of you that don't know me, I turned 50 this year. So I'm the little bit of the older coach in the group, which I love it. And I, I own that a hundred percent. I love the stage of life that I'm at. I'm an empty nester. But I'll reel back a number of years in high school, um, actually early, middle school even, I started playing tennis. And all through high school, I was a competitive tennis player. And so I, um, uh, Billie Jean King, Chris Everett, Martina Navratilova, all these big tennis names were just like, you know, they were fit. They looked great. I was also in the bodybuilding era, era of like Rachel McLeish. Uh, I think that's how you say her name, um, Corey Everett, a couple of these, when bodybuilding for women was just really kind of coming on the scenes right. and looked a lot different in those days than, you know, what it, what it does now. So I was really interested in fitness and lifting more so to help my, my tennis. And, and so I played con competitively. I was ranked in Western Michigan at the time when I was in high school and uh, early college, um, really kind of moved from that into a career mindset, get, you know, got my college degree. I was married pretty young, um, around 20. And so my, my life kind of ebbed and flowed. Fitness was not really a part of that. It was really more career focused. Right. Children did all that. Um, went through periods of time where it's like, oh, I got motivated to want to that bodybuilding thing was always in the back of my head, right? It was down deep inside and didn't know anything about it. Would catch the magazines, do that, kind of get on a short-term stint of, oh, I'll try this little eight or 10-week thing and think I'm going to look like the person in the magazine, right? And right. Not, I really, I haven't struggled with weight um, most of my life because I've been athletic and active, like to hike and play tennis and, you know, chasing kids around and that sort of thing. But it wasn't until um, 2009. Um, I had been married for 22 years, and I went through um, a really devastating divorce. It was um, just a super sad time in my life, and my life changed dramatically. It was like somebody, you know, took my world, shook the box up, and dumped all the playing pieces out on the ground. And and I was just kind of scrambling to, to pick up the pieces. Right. Um, still had a solid career. I've, I'm a professional accountant, um, CPA, kind of been in that line of work most of my life. But um, I just was feeling physically and emotionally just devastated, like at the lowest, lowest place I could be. I'd lost a lot of weight because of the emotion. Um, some people go the other direction. For me, it's always been a, a struggle. Um, to kind of keep that weight on in anxious and stressful times. And I started, I, I remember having just moved to a new condo after the divorce and um, just kind of sitting there one day going, now what, you know, I feel like crap and, and just go writing a list of all the things I want to do. I mean, I, I want to get my hands on what's next. Right. And that very night I started just, you know, 
Googling online women's bodybuilding, women's bodybuilding in Georgia, women's, you know, physique or whatever type of thing, coaches. And I came to this natural um, bodybuilding site that actually had two coaches profiled, which is kind of interesting. One of them was you, Kayla, and another one is another prominent coach that's here in the Atlanta area and is still coaching. And I remember saying, I think I want to do this. And I, you know, I was thinking about costs. Can I, I, what does this look like or whatever? I shut it down and put it away. And it was about two weeks had passed. And, um, I finally went, you know what, I'm going to Google that again. And I just made a decision and I contacted you out of the blue. And that really was what started my journey in a whole different direction from what I've had, where I'd been in the past. Mm-hmm. Great. And so just to catch everybody up, that put, that put you in late 2011, early 2012 ish. I think we tried yes. to count back and see yeah, exactly. when that first email was sent. Right. 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 So and it, it felt like it was a scary thing for me to do. Cause it, you know, it was, I wasn't a huge internet person back at that time in 2012. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, only experience that I really had had, I've been in, in and out of gyms. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've lifted and done things, sure. like that, but never in a sustainable way, never with a periodized plan, never with nutrition behind it. I mean, I can tell you, I, over the years prior to meeting you, I had spent some pretty significant dollars with personal trainers and things like that, but never got where I wanted to be. Right. Right. So, structure. Um, yeah, and, and then never could maintain whatever it was, either because of finances or just because it just whatever wasn't realistic. And no trainer ever put nutrition behind it. So, right. and so, yeah. Yeah, think, no, that's really good. I think that's one thing that's a little bit different too with, with uh, personal training, like in person versus online coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, we can actually really pour into our clients that way. Um, and that's one thing I realized cause I, I know that Kayla, you have trained in person and oh, yeah, okay, years. Still do. yeah. yeah. Right. I've been training for a couple years in person too with clients and in nutrition in person is just something that is just a whole different story. Mm-hmm. And so being online is something that's so different that actually gives you that time and that dedication. If, if the client is willing um, to be able to want to improve in those areas and actually transform your life. That's, that's a huge difference and advantage to coaching online now, which is becoming so popular. Right. No, I totally, I, I totally agree with that. And it, for me, the whole online coaching concept was so foreign. Cause I remember when I did reach out to Kayla, I was like, wait a second, like where, okay, where will we meet up or what gym or whatever kind of thing? And she's like, no, 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 this is, will be online. Like, wait, how does that work? You know, kind of thing. And so it was a totally new thing, um, you know, for me at, at the time. And, and it was, it, but it was so awesome and it worked out so great for me. Cause I didn't, I didn't have to plan my schedule around when am I going to meet this personal trainer at the, at the gym? So it was excellent. Cause I had a really busy professional life, you know, at the time. So, right. Yeah, no, that's, that's really great. And a great point that you bring up in general, just about online training. I mean, my history is obviously in um, personal training. I did that for 11 years before going 100% online. And, and that so for those of you that also don't know, Jody was also my very first online client, I had just moved. So it was really cool to kind of 
create something together. We didn't even know it. Um, but because of Jody's past in accounting and spreadsheets and all of those things, she's like a total Excel guru. Um, <laughs> there was a lot that I needed to know in order to create and, you know, modify her programs along the way. And so she would write back like, okay, well, would you mind if I just put it in this document? And I'm like, that is wonderful. <laughs> so a lot of our documents are actually created by Coach B six years ago before she ever knew that that's what she was doing. That's funny. And you know, it's weird because at the time I didn't know that I was your first on client. Right. <laughs> it was such a natural process that developed. And because you so helped me really change my mindset about my body and my, the emotions connected to that. And the, and you know, the place where I was at, it, it was like, it was just success after success, after success, week after week, these tiny little things that just, you know, inched me to actually where I probably find myself now. So it's, it's really cool. Right. It's been a great right. relationship. That's really cool. What are some of those changes, Jody, that, that she has helped you with? And now that you have realized even to this day that has made such an impact on your life? Well, there's so many things, Taylor. Gosh, I, I would have to just sit to really think to list them out. But one of the things that comes to mind is, you know, all as women and um, women being in relationships, uh, we've all experienced a breakup, you know, at one time or another in our lives that, um, that really kind of messes with you under the surface. Um, even though, you know, all your friends and everybody will tell you, oh, there's lots of fish in the sea. There's other people who will love you and care about you or that sort of thing. When you experience a breakup, it just shatters and rattles your confidence, even if you're the most confident person in the world, I think. And um, I, you know, I was married for 22 years. My life, my entire life and identity um, in a way was centered around, you know, this, the person that you're connected to that you're connected to, that you're married to. Right. And so when I started this, I, I would have to say that my confidence level, um, just in myself, you know, my, just, just what do I want and who am I? And that everything was just kind of in a, in a very, um, I was just trying to figure out what, what does this look like? And so what lifting and what nutrition did for me was number one, it gave me my energy and my life back, but it also gave me a confidence that, you know what, I can do, I can do anything. I, I, I don't need to rely on the, the other people in my life. Like I, I tell my clients this now, I have agency. I can make choices one by one by one, little by little. And I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. Um, this is just part of my story. This isn't the end of my story. This is actually maybe just the beginning of my story. And so mm -hmm. I just grew in these little confidences. And I have to say that, you know, growing up as, as a, as a young person and as a teenager, I, um, I was, I probably had a tomboy type of figure. You know, I was just like really straight, no curves, never really kept a lot of weight on my body. I was probably a chronic under eater like most women are. We've talked about that tons of times, right. um, but I never really thought much about my eating, although I was wanting to be very competitive tennis wise. And so I just probably ate naturally to fuel that, that energy. Mm -hmm. But there was a time I would, I would want to say in my freshman, sophomore year in high school where 
uh, my body really started to change and, you know, the hormones started to kick in and I started to get some hips and, um, you know, I was, I was eating out a lot after practices and things like that. And I probably put on about 15 pounds in in less than a year. And I, that did something. I mean, I got really self-conscious. It was like, man, when I jumped from, you know, uh, this sounds ridiculous to some people, but when I jumped from wearing a size two to having to wear a size eight and my mom saying, you know, your butt's getting a little big, don't you think? <laughs> you know, type of thing. <laughs> you know, that started, those things get embedded in your soul. They do. And, and, you know, and then after getting married and, you know, maybe never quite feeling confident enough in my own skin, um, right. with, even with my husband, um, with physical intimacy and things like that. So, you know, I had all these little kind of body image hangups and until I was 42 and I connected, you know, 42, 43, until I connected with Kayla and really started talking out loud about those things and exposing them to somebody else. I I really was never involved in a community where you talked about that kind of stuff. Right. So I think those it was those little confidences. Did I answer? That was a long-winded (laughs) question. That That was great. I think you, I think you answered it and then shared even more um, because I think so many people can relate to that of um, so many of the points that you made about just um, who, why would we ever talk about that? Um, It's almost like a stigma of talking about it it, but you know, like it brings put it, putting lies out there brings truth. So, I mean, they're not hidden anymore. And so even if those things are so deeply ingrained and stuffed way behind, you know, cause it's not like every single day you probably wake up with these things in your mind. You, they're just surfacing in relationships and in, you know, in dating and in how we pursue our spouses and how we, how we parent our children, like all of those things, it starts to just surface and come out. And I love how you bring that up about with our clients, because that's definitely something that um, I find very natural to express and talk about. And the clients that do allow, like we can go there, so to speak, like they let us go there. Um, It's so fruitful and so freeing and empowering um, to kind of just squash some of that stuff and deal with what we've been stuffing back for years. I mean, you're talking about middle school and high school. And I just kind of like think like, wow, that was, that was so long ago for all of us are like, that's so childish, but how we carry that stuff with us, like baggage. We definitely do. And I, I know one of the things that surfaced for me during this really emotional time is I, I look back, I, Taylor, I think we talked about this in your introductory podcast. I had a, I had a high school breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really devastating to me. It was probably my first love. And it was interesting because that very same week, this young man um, started kind of courting this gal that was a good bit taller than me, had perfectly thin legs, you know, had long, blonde, beautiful hair. And, you know, I was a little short five four, you know, little big butt muscular legs from playing tennis, you know, type of thing. And I was always like, like in my mind, many, many years, always comparing myself to this girl, you know, I want to be like her. Well, what, what, that's craziness. Like, why would, you know, why would I continue to carry that for 40 years? It's, Mm -hmm. It's just absolutely nuts. But we do those things to ourselves and we don't realize it, Mm -hmm. right? And so it was really in this journey for me when I started taking ownership of, you know what, 
I am 5'4", and I have a tendency to be on the thin side. It's uncomfortable for me to be on the bigger side. And going through some preps and some long off-seasons where I've carried a little bit more weight and just um, really learned to love my body through the process, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm 50. I love where I'm at right now. Do I want to grow? Do I want to have more muscle? Do I want to be stronger? Absolutely. You know, and at my age being 50, there's challenges with that. I mean, it gets harder and harder, but um, it's my motivation. I love it. And I want, I, my passion is just to want to help women be free from whatever it is are those things. Right, it's like holding you back. Like, right. These are, these are my things. They may not be my clients' things or you guys' things, but as women, we all know there are things there. Oh, Yeah that need to come to the surface and that we need to be able to be in a safe community to, to be vulnerable, to express them because we'll just be that much better and bring our best selves to the world. And that's what, that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. We're here for a purpose, right? Creating that best version of you. And it's going to look different for me and Tay and you and every one of our clients, every person on our roster, every person in the community. Um, We share a lot of similarities, um, but the ultimate end result is a vastly different, very unique, great version of ourselves, which is really great that we get to, we get to do that, which actually kind of like, it takes me into my next, next question just to learn a little bit more about you. And you might've already answered, but I want you to elaborate. Um, what do you love most about your job? So you mentioned being an accountant and recently you've made this switch into more of a passionate style of work. Um, and we welcomed you as a coach on the OmniFit staff, which is just wonderful. You're a total blessing to our team. Um, what do you love most about it? I love helping people. I love getting to know our clients and looking at each person as an individual. I love having those conversations. I love, you know, asking those questions and just really listening to people's hearts and what they're struggling with and helping them break free from the lies and and to see the truth or to embrace the season of life that we're at. I've been through a lot of seasons of life. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've had babies and I've been that, you know, new mama. I've, you know, raised teenagers. I've been the empty nester. Am now I've sent my kids off to college, all these things. Um, what I love is when a client, you know, when I can pour into and encourage, I, I, one of my natural gifts is discernment and encouragement. I love to encourage and I love to listen. So, um, you know, that is, that is one of the things I love most. I love, people. Like it's, it's funny. My dad, my dad and I both kind of have this thing in common. I don't think we've ever met a stranger because I can strike up a conversation, you know, with anybody because it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really about the, the person that's on the other side. And, um, I want people to have the best life they can possibly have and embrace, you know, open their eyes to everything that they do have instead of what they don't have, what you know, like social media and the, all the things in our culture right now can just, everything's a hurry up and, uh, Oh, look at this or look at that. But to just really embrace the reality of this is my real life and it's okay. You know, right. you know? Right. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's great. That's honestly so, so great. And I love that something that comes to my mind too, that you said, Jody, that is so, so important and valuable in, a coach is um, the Lord blesses us with with two ears and one one mouth for a reason. 
And the fact that you are able to be a listener and provide that discernment for clients is so, so important. Yeah, it's I, I love being the sounding board because you know what? A lot of times when we listen to ourselves, and you guys know this, right? Because we we just we do this. We 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 talk out loud, but we don't always listen to ourselves. Like if we're when we're in the the chair of the client, right? And then then when we like do listen to ourselves, we've answered our own questions sometimes. Yeah, yeah I think we just talked about that one. <laughs> just like, <laughs> on just like yeah. Yes. yeah, we need the permission and the freedom to to go, you know what, we're not off base. You know, we, we, our hearts really are guiding us in the right direction and what's good and right, you know, so. And when it's not, I mean, when you're talking to the right people, when you're surrounded by a supportive group, whether it is your coach or whether it's someone you find in the community, you know, up at me forever or something along those lines, even a different community, um, being that sounding board and being like, you know what, I, I think I just need to say that out loud so that I could hear it a little better. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like coaching just brings all my passions together because I also am I am a science geek, hmm. I'm a nerdy girl, you know, when it comes to that stuff. Like I if you guys, you know, any of my writing and that sort of thing, I tend to want to get in depth. I'm a researcher. I like to dig out. And I love like even for myself to see um, what well structured nutrition, what kind of results that can bring. I mean, it is amazing. I mean, we are so fearfully and wonderfully made and how our bodies will respond. And when they're not responding, the reasons why they're not responding and getting that feedback. So I love working with clients about helping them develop just that ear for their own bodies Mm -hmm. and and to gather that feedback and, and to, you know, to just guide them along into the changes that need, you know, they need to look at potentially making to, to get where they want to go. So it's, yeah. it's just fun. I love all, all things science. In fact, I don't know how, I do know, I know how I ended up in the accounting route. My dad was like, well, what do you, you know, I was thinking about, I wanted to be a doctor originally, uh-huh. when I started off, but I was not able to pay. I, I wasn't raised with a family that had a lot of resources. So um, we, you know, it was pretty much I had to pay for my own college education, which I did. My goal was to get out of school, you know, as quickly as possible with no debt. And so I worked full time and went to school full time. And, and I was really driven to do that. And looking at medical school and that those kind of costs, there was just no way at that time I felt it was feasible. So right. I was good at numbers and accounting was the thing. And, you know, my dad was always saying, you need to feed yourself and no, you know, no matter what you do. So um, coming back to the whole, the love of science and the nutrition part of things later in life is um, just so energizing and exciting to me. Cause I think it was that it was a passion way deep down inside from way, way, way back. Right. Oh, I love that. I love how, I love how God gives us that too. He knows the desire of your heart and just, you know, in his timing. And so that's wonderful. Um, Well, we're going to wrap up for today. I know that I could just continue to ask questions because um, even after working with you, Jody, for, for as long as we have every conversation that we have, I feel like I learned a little something new and I just love it. Um, And being virtual, being a staff that um, is so far away, Taylor being in North Dakota, Jody being in Georgia and myself being in New Hampshire, um, connecting via video and just having conversation. There's always something to get to know about each other better. So we hope to bring that to you guys that are listening just to kind of, um, be who we are. It's, 
it's named fit me forever for a reason. It's, it's the group that we, that we stand behind. It's the name of our podcast. And it's really just our mission to help you do that because it's what we've learned to do organically. Um, and so we're trying to put a little bit of direction, a little bit of systems kind of behind that for you to, to kind of follow and kind of organize the chaos a little bit, <laughs> so to speak. So we're going to wrap up a little bit for today. And I know that we're going to um, get into a little bit more details with each of us as we continue, but we're so glad that you joined us today. We're so glad that you got to meet Jody and hear a little bit more yes. about her. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much guys. I really appreciated being on. This is awesome. So we'll talk again soon. Yep. See you Bye. soon. Bye-bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed getting to know Coach Jody V just a little bit better. If you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out via email or social media. Our email is info at theomnifit.com, and all of our social media handles are at the Omnifit, and that's on Instagram or Facebook. And of course, please join us in our Facebook community group called Fit Me Forever. You can just search that and it'll pop right up. Talk to you guys next week.